My mother believed and my father believed that if I wanted to be president of the United States, I could be, I could be vice president. This is America. Former Vice President Joe Biden has been elected president of the United States. It is my greatest honor and privilege to have been your president. We will be back in some form. We are still deeply divided. Public health experts warned this was coming unless more was done. And here we are now. Are you proud of what happened here today? Absolutely. Never before in American history has there been an uprising like this. Of the 75 million Americans who voted for Donald Trump, I don't know how many today are feeling, dear God, what was I thinking? But I would wager a lot more are thinking, let's carry on this fight. Character matters. It matters. Tell them the truth matters. The 21st century is going to be the American century. Because we lead not only by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. That is the history of the journey of America. It's the Irishman in America podcast, part of the Irishman Abroad podcast network. Every single week, three episodes from us. One with Sonia O'Sullivan on a Tuesday, Marion McKeown on a Friday, and of course, the big interview on this Sunday. We have a great guest for you, Ed Hayes, Marion, one of your longtime friends. For people who are not familiar with who Ed uh, Hayes yes. is, do you want to give them a little brief before we head into our chat? Ed Hayes is an original New York legend, I think is all that can be said about him. He is a completely, hugely entertaining endlessly fascinating human being. He became such a prominent uh, New York lawyer. He was a mafia lawyer. He was Anna Winter's lawyer. He was the lawyer for the Andy Warhol estate. Just to give an idea of, of his larger-than-life persona, uh, when Tom, Tom Wolfe wrote, who was a great friend of his, wrote a book called The Bonfire of the Vanities. And that book is about a, a master of the universe in New York. He coined the phrase, who accidentally seriously injures a young black guy and it becomes a whole... New York circus about race and privilege and entitlement, etc. And the lawyer in the in the um, book in this novel, which is a terrific novel by Tom Wolfe, uh, is entirely based on Ed Hayes. And so Tom Wolfe told everyone at the time that it was based on his buddy. He is he's a New Yorker to his fingertips, Irish American, um, loves um, his clothes, all his shoes, all his suits are handmade. And uh, just as I say, he's a wonder. The stories he will tell you about his life as a lawyer and, and he, by his own admission where you skate very narrowly between the, between being the, the lawyer and the, you know, the, the whole lot. Yeah. Um, you will not, I, I guarantee the listeners, they will be hugely entertained by him. He, As I say, he's like a character out of a movie, only he's more entertaining. I can't wait to sit down with him today at four o'clock is when I'm recording it. Oh, it'll be uh, wonderful, so wonderful. It, it yeah. should be good. I, uh, I stumbled across uh, how he came into contact with Andy Warhol uh, but I'll save that for the, the show. It has been a week like no other week in that uh, while this war rages in the Ukraine, all manner of different stories have cropped up in the US that have really soaked up an awful lot of headlines, no more so than uh, the Netflix situation. Just today, billionaire investor William Ackman liquidated $1.1 billion yeah. on Netflix, uh, making a loss of 400 Like, this is eye-watering. His figures, $400 million loss he made as the streaming service stock continued to plunge following news that it lost subscribers for the first time in a decade. First question, Marion, why 
are they losing subscribers? Do you know, I would say in a nutshell, and, and you know, when Ackman sells like Wall Street notices because Pershing Square, his company is one of the biggest investing companies. Uh, you know, I would say, Charlotte, it's happened to me half a dozen times in the last, I don't know, couple of months that I flick to Netflix and I go, ah, there's nothing there I want to watch. That you're not, like, where are the great new Netflix series? We're not, they're discontinuing a lot of favourites, um, and uh, but they're not bringing on board anything that's compelling, that's new, that everyone's talking about. And I think that's what's happening. They have so much competition now from Disney, from HBO, from all of the other streaming services. And they're just not leading the pack anymore. So I think people are going, meh. And I think that really Netflix at the moment is just a bit meh. And they they did... Um, you know, the, the share prices, I mean, it's now, they've lost 70% of their market value. That is catastrophic for most companies. Apparently, um, they, there is a belief that they may be able to rally. But the bad news is going to keep coming because last year they, they attracted a million new, um, in, I think it was in the third quarter of last year, a million new subscribers, which again, isn't that huge. But mm. this year, it's predicted that they're going to lose two million. Now, that's the kind of thing that sends Wall Street just running for cover. And, you know, you, and as well, it it's sort of something, you know, you get more of whatever you have. So if there a perception arises, like I said, and I'm kind of holding it, and a lot of people I know are kind of going, yeah, Netflix, it's not as good as it used to be. And that's just a, a simple, crude measure, you know, of, mm. of a flagging enthusiasm for Netflix. And you spread that, and, and you know, as I say, things things start going south fast. People start cancelling their subscriptions, or they prefer HBO, or they prefer Hulu, or they prefer Disney, or whatever. Basically, there's too much choice now, so you've got to keep the quality high, and Netflix hasn't been doing it. They've definitely, they've not come out and said that, right? So they, they've attributed the loss in subscribers to, as you say, competition. Uh, widespread password sharing, which I never thought they would admit. I know there was going to be a crackdown on password sharing, but I always thought that they were for the facilitation of sharing by allowing people to establish different profiles on the one account that you could watch it in different rooms in the house while one person's watching and watch it at the same time. That in fact, what they wanted was for the whole family to have their Netflix account that they could all watch, essentially replacing what we know yeah. as TV. They were at one point the upstart. They were the new kid on the block who was yeah. shaking it up. And uh, I can't believe Netflix had a movie nominated for an Oscar. Like we remember these times. Now they are the big boy. They're the whale in the water. And whale is yeah. a bad description for what they were in the last two years. Would you agree? Because some of the figures that yeah. they had to be reporting had to be pandemic inflated numbers of people trapped in of houses course. demanding content. Of course. Yeah, they couldn't get out. They couldn't get out here watching <laughs> Netflix no to keep you sane. Yeah. So like we say, the figures for what that they were reporting during the pandemic are inflated by the trappedness that we all felt. And I of guess course. the, yeah. you know, Tiger King and as you say, content wise, while they're not mentioning the content, there has to be a concern, as you say, with more competition comes more checkbooks producing better stuff, particularly Apple TV and Disney. Yeah. Let me ask you this question, though. Netflix pulled out of Russia, right? They, they had to pull out of Russia 
there, drop the service over there. Did they lose many subscribers doing that? Um, you know, honestly, Charlotte, I don't know. I suspect that they would have. I know um, I've been hearing uh, that their big move is to try to penetrate Africa, to try and get in there and to try and pick up African audiences. I mean, Russia has 140 million people uh, in total in its population, and that's a sizable chunk. Mm. But, uh, you know, you you wonder, like, what appetite? I mean, and, and Russia has always had an appetite for Western shows, but what appetite there is for Bridgerton, for for the Squid Games, for, you know, Netflix, because these are the Netflix big shows at the moment. Like a lot of what Netflix does is it buys old content now. And I think this is why it's feeling a little bit jaded. It's been buying a lot of stuff that people have already seen elsewhere. And it's like, yeah, I saw that or, you know, whatever. And, and uh, you know, so I think that it, it, it as I say, it's feeling a little tired. And, and you mentioned just there, Apple. Apple has such ridiculously deep pockets. Mind you, so did Netflix. Netflix. It was worth, what, 300 billion mm. until, you know, <laughs> until a, a couple ago. of days ago. Well, I have it, yeah, I have it here, um, actually. Russia, yeah. the cost of, they did drop the service in Russia and the co- that cost yeah. the company 700,000 subscribers. So it's not even that much. As you say, that's so, it's not such even, a small yeah. amount. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe they were all sharing their passwords <laughs> with they each other. <laughs> yeah. It's probably probably more like nine when, when they stopped sharing. So, yeah. But like the next yeah. question is, how do you fix it? As, as you say, um, um, because there is there is a bigger question here that I wanted to ask you. They're like, is now the time to buy Netflix stock? I've been trying to oh find God. articles on this subject because it's it's, <laughs> it's like I, I obviously have a business qualification from the Smurfit Business School. Shout out to everybody at the Smurfit <laughs> Business School who was there with me as I fell asleep on my laptop getting that qualification. <laughs> but I do remember them saying, buy low, sell high. And this would seem like an opportunity because surely they're not going to go out of business. I mean, there's going to be smart people paid to fix this. What yeah. what would be your opinion, first of all, on how you fix it? Is it, okay. as you said, specifically content related? Yeah, with the caveat that I am a catastrophe with my own money, that I've been in the red (laughs) since my first communion. So I would say to everyone out there, don't take financial advice from me. But as you said, it seems that there will be, there are enough people who could be white knights who could say, hang on now, we can get this back on the road. That, you know, a a company that's lost 70%, you think this should be a good time to buy. But then what if it's going to go all the way to to belly up? And so, I don't know, my, my instinct will be with you to say it's low now this might be a good time to buy and that it will probably go back up let's say i'm not i don't mean an elon musk but let's say you get somebody with those kind of deep pockets and who wants that power who decides to come in and turn this around maybe it'll be taken over by one of the others who knows but i think the main problem is generating really good new content now they will have the crown back in november the crown has been one of the netflix mainstays Mm. you know one of those ones that people all over the world are going oh god we can't wait to see how they show Diana doing this, that and the other or whatever. And, you know, so I think that their flagship shows, the ones that they are and continue to invest in and keep going, will keep it teetering along. But, you know, hopefully there isn't going to be another pandemic. Hopefully we're not all going to be locked down, you know, again anytime soon. And I think that there is 
almost a kickback against people don't want to be doing the same goddamn thing they were doing for the mm. last two and a half years. They want to get out. They want to do different things now. So I think that not just Netflix, but probably HBO, probably Apple TV, they're probably all going to see a little bit of a decline in, in viewership, I think, you know, as we get into the first summer where people can just do whatever the heck they want again. Mm. Uh, so I, I think that it could be a temporary lull. But as I say, um, my own instinct with Netflix is is that, you know, you, you switch over and you go, nah, you know, mm. and, and that that's the problem for Netflix. And I think it's not just me. It's a lot of people going, nah, well, you know, we've I, seen this already. I, I am in the same business. Irishman Abroad does rely upon your subscriptions over on Patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad. But you bring new things every week, oh, Dallas. This, this, <laughs> this is the thing. And I understand that people's financial situations are changing. If you would like us to continue making the show, that's that's how you give us your vote for the continuation of Irishman Abroad. But also in return, just like with Netflix, there needs to be an assurance that there's good stuff coming down the line. Well, I can tell you with confidence there is. Uh, we've so many great guests lined up and so much more from Marion and Sonia in the coming months. I will endeavour to continue to release more and more great content and just continue to provide you with the consistency that we have over the last eight years. Patrons also get access to the full archive. Come on over today at patreon.com forward slash Irish Come on over. Leave and Netflix. <laughs> yeah, Leave because Netflix. here's the Come thing. So, so my, let's take my Patreon here for a kind of yeah. small example of this. So I hold the price of it to the price of a pint a month. Right. Yeah. Netflix has increased prices. Uh, yeah. I got an email the other day. I thought it was a prank. I thought it was spam. We're putting it up to twenty ninety five sterling. I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" It's like, ah, no. And yeah. what am I getting extra for that? Exactly. That's, especially exactly. in a day when we're all tightening our belts. I did contemplate it in that moment. Is there any talk around this that it is specifically a cost of living crisis uh, re result? This shedding of subscribers. And has there been any mention of the dreaded ads, which again, lots of people oh, yeah. come to Patreon and love it because they're like no Irishman abroad ads. <laughs> Would Netflix ever go down that route of ads? Oh, it's contemplating it. It's contemplating it all. And I, it's contemplating doing that option. And I think doesn't Hulu have that option? You can get ad free Hulu for, mm. you know, X amount and Spotify has that option yes. as well. And then if, if you want to banish the ads, then you, you have to, you know, pay, pay extra for extra. that privilege. And I think a lot of people, you know, people will always find money for what they want to find money for. I mean, the proof of that is every time a government budget puts up the price of cigarettes or puts up the price of booze or whatever, people, if they want it badly enough, they will still find the price. They'll cut back on other things, which is really unfortunate in, in a lot of cases. But I think that if people feel that Netflix is compulsory viewing, if people feel that if you're not watching Netflix, you don't know what's happening, you're not going to be able to take part in the chats about this, that and the other. And did you see where we went last night? And did you see what happened in? Uh, I, I think that Netflix's problem is like putting up, as you say, the price and and lowering the quality. I mean, that's a guaranteed formula for failure. Mm. You know, you charge more, you give less. But, you know, stagflation, Charlotte, is a thing that is everywhere. And I've noticed it. And I'm digressing now. But 
a lot of time I'm on the road and I'm traveling and I chains because they provided good value. They were little boutique independent hotels and they would provide good value and they had little extras where they would give you, I don't know, a glass of wine at five o'clock, free newspapers, free coffee in the morning and all that kind of thing. Hmm. What they've done now post-COVID, they discovered like, well, it seems that during COVID, we didn't have anyone to clean rooms and nobody seemed to mind. We didn't have any mini bars and nobody seemed to complain. So they're now charging the full price for rooms again. And they're, but they're not giving you back your mini bar. Your room only gets cleaned once every four days if you stay for four days or longer. And you're not getting all the other little things. So they're charging the same price, but they're giving you a lot less. And, you know, and one of the, the chains that I used to stay with, Kimpton, which was a really good chain, has recently gone bankrupt because it was taken over by IHG quite a while ago, which owns Holiday Inns. And they thought, we don't need to be doing these fancy little things. Well, it turned out that they did. And as I say, I think with, with Netflix, when you have a lot of choice, you, you know, you can't put up the price and you can't put up the price with one hand and take away quality with the other. Mm. And it's funny because my little goddaughter here, she watches Heartland which is a Canadian series. It's on Netflix. But, you know, that started like 20 years ago. <laughs> and they're still showing it. I mean, it's lovely. It's about a Canadian family who runs a ranch and it's all about horses and animals and family values and all that. But it's ancient. It's ancient. For, for you know? what it's worth, I think people should buy Netflix stock right now. Uh, okay, this is, this is my this is my this is my free stock tips from okay. Irish Man Abroad. We're because digressing here. I don't. Uh, I, I think we are going to talk about Disney later on in the episode over on Patreon. We're also going to get to Joe Biden and whether he's actually going to run in 2024, which is something that I didn't even think was in question. All of that is going to be over on patreon.com forward slash irishmanabroad and also my reasons for why you should definitely buy your Netflix stock right now. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? This is America. A lot of people who would probably consider themselves liberal have done very well financially under the Donald Trump four years. You encouraged espionage against our people. You condemn any interference by Russia in the American election. By Russia or anybody else. Russia, please, if you can, get us Hillary Clinton's emails. Please, Russia, please. To renew America, we must revitalize our democracy.